Her Business Radio is powered by Everlast. For all your boxing needs, go to www.everlastboxing.com.au. The choice of champions, just like our boy Jay Mitch and today's guest, Will Tomlinson. Hello and welcome to another episode of Hurt Business Radio brought to you by Oz Boxing and Everlast. Ben Damon's my name. Alongside me, first of all, is uh, the Matador Jade Mitchell. How are you? I'm good, thank you, mate. Good, you look, thanks. You look well. Um, make Oz Boxing great again. Uh, these are available, I believe, from Oz Boxing. Is that right? They are, mate. Do you get they a clip? Um, I'm going to talk to Oz Boxing about okay. that, but we'll see. But yep. Make Oz Boxing great again. Is that, in, is that insinuating that Oz Boxing is not great? Um. No, definitely not. It's just, I don't know. It sounds it's like just it is. To play on the, okay. on the MAGA. It's a Trump thing. Yeah. Okay, well, that's great. Um, and we're meant to have uh, Michael Zarafa here, but he couldn't make it, unfortunately. Blake Caparello was uh, the next cab off the rank, but uh, he couldn't make it either, so we've just ended up with, with Will <laughs> Tomlinson. It was just wandering past. <laughs> we found him out the front. Yeah, he's busking, so it's good to have him here. Did you make any coins? No, well, it's not my strong point. <laughs> um, what's been happening? Will since last year on the show as a fill-in, <laughs> not much. Uh, Will Tomlinson no, uh, much. here joining us to give his thoughts on uh, everything happening in Oz Boxing. Um, first of all, um, we did mention uh, Michael Zaraf, and I believe condolences are in order as well because unfortunately Michael is at the funeral of his uncle who passed away um, today. So our condolences to Michael and the family. But um, gee, he's got a massive fight uh, coming up. We've known about this for a little while, but it is now official. Um, and he's fighting against Kell Brook uh, in Sheffield. It's December 8th, UK time. That is just an enormous fight for Michael Zarafa. We've probably criticised him a little bit for not taking some of these fights. He's taken the biggest of the lot. Oh, without doubt. <laughs> Kell Brook, um, Brook is an absolute machine. Hmm. Um, even, even, if he's, even in his recent losses, to especially the Golovkin one, how tough is that guy? Hmm. He's so explosive. Some of the shots that he caught Golovkin with... Yeah. Michael Zarafa has now found himself... He's been waiting out for this big fight. He now finds himself in the WBA world title eliminator. So the wait, is hopefully, is going to be worth it. Hopefully, he can get the job done against Cal Brook, but he is up against it, and um, props to him. Hopefully, he's getting a good payday over there, too. Yeah, it sounds like he is doing pretty well. Um, and if he can get past Cal Brook uh, <laughs> with a miracle <laughs> victory over there, then maybe he gets the fight with Amir Khan. Yeah, like... Yeah, those are obviously those big fights, big names, tough fights come with big rewards and he's probably getting a decent payday out of it and um, a win will progress him into bigger and better fights and yeah, land that big super fight with, as you said, someone like Amir Khan. Yeah, um, it's pretty uh, obvious that they are looking past Michael Zarafa in this fight. There's um, plenty of talk about the Amir Khan against Kell Brook fight. They are looking to that fight. They consider this to be a pretty easy victory. I, I, I don't think it is. No, no, it's definitely not. Zarafa, I think Zarafa, um, he had no business at, uh, at middleweight with Quillen at the time that he fought him. He was 14 it's... years old as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, he's matured as a fighter now. And this, this for Zarafa, this win sets him up pretty well for life. Because if he, he wins this, the, the money and, as Will said, the prize that's going to come with this is going to be huge. So it's, it's certainly tough. But, mate, the risk is so worth the reward. Is, is there a title on the line? No. Um, official eliminator. Okay. Is it official? I don't know if it's official, but... Um, I saw that on match rooms. Well, I'm not sure if the win will set him up for life, but it'll definitely put him on the way to um, yeah, bigger, bigger fights, bigger paydays, and then he will have to string a few of them mm. to... 
can you imagine? Can you imagine if he gets past Brook and looks good in doing it? Can you yeah. imagine the, the the money he will get for the Amir Khan fight? Mm. As opposed to he's getting good money now. As, but he's, a, he's still the challenger. Yeah, but you've just beaten Cal Brock, uh, Cal Brook. Brook. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Cal right. Brook. And um, look, Cal Brock, I, Ellis. I, this would absolutely. Yeah, look, no, no doubt it's going to be a good payday and be a lot more he's than what I'm, the microphone, I'm, I'm assuming he's going to get here in Australia. Back there, so. just kicking it. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, it's all right. Good luck to him over there. Um, yeah, I hope he gets. When I actually went out and uh, watched him spar. A week or two ago. And how did he look? He's looking good, they, very sharp. They, yeah, like, the reports are really good. I haven't seen like a heap of Zarafa, you know, f- um, training or fighting. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, my career finished while his was kind of just taken off. And, um, but yeah, I went out there and checked him out and he, yeah, very skillful, very, um, you know, picks his shots well, got a very good kit of punches, goes to the body well. So he's definitely going to be there for a chance. He's just going to ho- hopefully... He travels well. He um, gives himself the opportunity to you know, go over there well in advance of the fight and acclimatise and get conditioned to that new hemisphere. And On prefer. that, is it true that his trainer, Sam LeBruna, will not travel? He won't make that, the trip? I've heard that. No, yeah. yeah. I've heard he's no. not it going to go there. Is that a... Do we know um, the reason? Or I, I don't he's got know. A, a whether phobia of uh, flights. He's phobia of fights. Maybe flights and flying? Both. Fights. No. If that's Well, if that's the case, that... That's difficult. That that certainly makes it a little that's, bit harder, doesn't that's it? That's why our second <laughs> our second choice for guest, Blake Caprelli, would have been able to talk through it because that's right. this is that's completely foreign to me. I always mm. want I want my coach who's worked with me to be there with me the whole time. But it's worked so far for Blake and that Mick seems to be really happy with Lebruna chatting to him. Mm. But um, your dad likes flying. Your dad loves it. Okay, well, that's loves, good. Can't get enough. That's but great. Um, yeah, look. It's it's a it's an odd setup, but um, it works. And as far as I know, so who, who will be his, who's going to be in his corner? I would imagine Blake will go over. Okay. Um, I would imagine Blake will go over, and one or two other team members, and Sam will be on the phone the entire time. On the phone. Yes. Yeah. Really? Um, apparently. Like FaceTiming or like <laughs> like actual um, audio. No, he's phone chat. W- he watches the fight, and he will be wow. talking in the talking corner. throughout. Talking to um, Blake or whoever is dishing the instructions up. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, I I haven't seen I haven't worked with Zarafa recently, but uh, well, not since the start of the year. But he's probably the best fighter in Melbourne that I that I spar with. Uh, he's I th- I think he's I think he's I think Speak he's cold. great. No, he's the best best guy that I move with as far as boxing ability, hand speed. Um, uh, variation is he, is, he, is he the best in Australia? Do you think that way that I've sparred with at the, well at that way? Yeah, he's a, what bit, did a little I bit on, smaller. I seen on Facebook the other day there was a like a poll. Well, Dennis Hogan's the other okay. Dennis, obvious one. Yeah, Dennis Hogan has to be the top and dog at the moment. Yeah. Well, opinion, we might as well like, t- we might as well talk about Dennis Hogan straight off that because he has a fight against Jamie Weech on a DDP show, which will be live on Fox Sports. Um, hopefully, the Zarafa fight from the UK will be on Fox Sports as, Sports as well, but that hasn't been confirmed. But um, Dennis Hogan against Jamie Weech on that DDP. DP show will be on Fox. It's December 15. I'll be calling it um, in Brisbane. If he wins that, he is into a world title fight with Hame Mungia, who's obviously a beast, but it's a fight that Hogan wants. So really exciting, uh, that division at the moment in Australia. Very hot division. Um, look, I, I, see, I see Hogan getting past Weech, yeah. um, and it would be great to see Hogan's a raffer, but it's, they're just on totally different paths. Mm. Um, 
He's keen yeah. for that fight against Munguia. Like that, that looks one of the toughest fights in uh, world boxing which, at the moment. Which belt does he hold? WBO. WBO, yeah. yeah. Okay. And what country? Mexico. Mexico. He's a um, he's junior middleweight who looks like a oh, light heavyweight. Yeah, he's 20. Yeah, I know he he's 21, about. I think, 21. or 22. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's insane. Ja- yeah. Jamie Munguia or something. Yeah. 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 I, follow, I, follow him, I follow him on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Some Absolutely. good stuff? Yeah. What's he do? I just... Good quality content. He, as you said, yeah, he looks like he's about 16. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like a kid. Is yeah. he with Golden Boy or Top Rank? Or? Golden Boy. Golden Boy. I believe. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a big dude. Um, but, yeah, so Hogan now officially is into um, a mandatory position should he get past Jamie Weech. So it's a massive fight for him. Uh, how, do you, how do you see that fight actually going? Do you think Weech... The Weech fight. Weech challenges um, Yeah, well, you'd, you would expect so. Um, you'd think that Dennis Hogan probably has a little bit too much for him. Um, um, he yeah. tends to be a little bit too tricky for guys at, at that sort of a level, but um, which is a decent fighter, a strong fighter, and he gives himself every chance. He, he's he's confident. He's been talking it up, so I'm looking forward to that fight. He's certainly got some skill from what I've seen of Weech. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, Dennis Hogan is... And with so much on the line as yeah. well now, of course. Such an experienced Massive. campaigner, but that's the thing too. Can, I don't know, can Weech raise raise to that level? Because this, this is a massive opportunity for Weech, and it's mm. sort of just come... Out of the blue. Yeah. So it's uh, a huge opportunity for Weech, and it's a great uh, domestic fight, even though it's a, it's a, an Irishman versus a Welshman. A Welshman, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll claim it as a we'll domestic fight. <laughs> Why not? They're few and far between. Yeah, they're both world-ranked, and, uh, yeah, a lot on the line, obviously, because uh, Weech would fancy himself to win that fight and go through to his own world title shot, perhaps. Um, on that card as well, Rowan Murdoch will be fighting. We can't um, announce who he is fighting just yet, but it is a world-ranked opponent. Um, so he continues his journey, and... Uh, it is well, your division, the super middleweight division. There's there's some good dudes around. Yeah, some not bad guys around. That's for yep. sure. I've got uh, I've got my eyes firmly set. Which camera am I looking at? <laughs> Any nah. of them? Look down the camera, Jack. <laughs> no, sorry. Hello, Sam Navagero. Um, Sam. Uh, yeah, I got my I've got my sights firmly set on Zach Dunn. That's a fight. That's the first fight I want for 2019. Does this all come from? Um uh, after your most recent victory over Kerry Foley when Zach Dunn said in the ring that he wouldn't he mind entered, fighting you? entered the ring and said that he, if Jade wins tonight, I want to fight him. Okay. So, so you both have the same promoter in Brian Amatruder. Is he happy to make that fight? He wasn't. Yeah. Um, but after enough nagging, I think Zach's team aren't as keen on it now as what I am. They were keen on it initially, mm. but um, it's a fight that makes so much sense for me. We're both Melbourne boys. Um, both Melbourne boys were both rated, but the th- one thing that that um, that has really made me want this fight is um, me and Bilal Akaway were interim and full champion after the Foley fight. I was meant to be elevated to full champion. Mm. Um, <clears throat> what's happened is is they've gone and paid a sanctioning fee before me and Foley have fought. So now Zach Dunn, I found out by just scrolling through BoxRec that Zach Dunn is fighting for the vacant. Oceana title and look the thing that matters the most is your world rating but the fact that this is how I found out and then I was told oh, I didn't think it would matter because you were for the same you was boxed for the same promoter right? and you will both be rated well, kind of does matter. And, <laughs> Different people. And, and who's, t- who's telling you this? The WBA officials. The, the WBA. Look, I get along. I get along great with the WBA officials, but. They thought, because we're both in the same camp, we'd be able to work it out and both hopefully get into their ratings. Right. But Zach's sitting at number nine in the world, I think, with the WBO, and now he's taking, he's fighting for my title, I feel. So uh, you've got to so, fight so me. So why can't this fight other. happen? 
you tell me. I, give me a contract. I'll sign <laughs> I that. Think, I think he yeah, thinks it is going to happen. Yeah, no, I I, I'm hoping that it why happens. Why don't we just get Brian Armatruda on the on the line now and on the line now. see his thoughts? Might be a bit boring for the, for the listeners. Yeah, it'll be like the Zarafa fight in the corner. I have just be over here talking, <laughs> talking to Brian. What's going on? Well, he seems to be the man in charge. So Brian is the man in I'd charge. Go ask him and what's Brian, going on. no, no, no. I, I've spoken to Brian about it. He wanted to keep us away from each other because we are close to getting something now and and offers are starting to come in um from europe and the u.s now mm. yeah. but the, the fight just makes sense like okay. I, I Who, what it. do you think about that fight if it happens done against jade mitchell pretend he's not here um <laughs> pretend zach's here as well well i could almost see it going a little bit like the jade and kerry fight mm. you know um zach coming forward Jade being that slippery, evasive boxer mover and probably frustrating Zach, making him miss, making pay and probably, you know, pinch and arrow points decision. So just get away with one like he did against Foley. Sort yeah, of yeah, squeak by like I did against Foley. Let's not go there. Very close um, fight that was. I actually watched, I actually watched Zach spar again also the, the other day um, against Tej. Tej yep. Tej. Yep, Tej. There was some good, good solid rounds from both of them boys. They both, always, look, both look good. If Tedge is in the ring, it's always solid rounds. Yeah. He's he's a monster. Yeah. I've, I've had sparred with Tedge a few times. Yeah, very tight, compact. Absolutely touched him up, I did. But no, yeah, <laughs> just, <laughs> I ain't joking, Tedge. Um, no, Tedge is a beast. Yeah, it would have been great. You mentioned um, Bill Alakaway there. He's on um, the Canelo undercard, yep. uh, December 15th, so the, uh, the day after your fight, or a couple of days, I guess, with the um, time difference. But... Yep. Um, Gee, he's tight with Canelo, isn't he? Mate. Like, they put that stuff Bilal, up the other day. They're, they're besties. Well. Yeah. Bilal is living the dream. Yeah. What is he, 25, 26? He's been taken under the wing of Reynoso, Canelo. Yeah. And he's going to be fighting on the undercard. Like, he is... At Madison Square Garden. Mate, like, that. that's mind-blowing. Mm. That's so cool. I'm, I'm happy as for him. But... Um, Extremely jealous too. <laughs> yeah, extremely <laughs> jealous. I seen that. Vi- of course, I'm happy, yeah, man. Okay. I'm not a hater. I seen that video he posted the other day with Canelo and him doing partner work. Yeah, yeah. And that that itself is just like priceless. That type of experience, being able to move in those types of drills with that you know, quality champion is yeah. You know, it's world class. Yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty cool. So um, he doesn't have an opponent just yet, uh, but uh, well, where's he's all- where's his record at now? <laughs> is he far? Is he is he rated? He's rated, yeah. He's rated. He's rated at number eight now by the yep. WBA. Yeah, but he's rated. But is he ready for yeah a, uh, to fight another rated fighter? Well, it'll be interesting to see. Well, he beat Giovanni Di Caroli. He was we were, he was ready to fight me. Yeah, we're both rated. Um, I, look, he's he's ready. He's ready and training with uh, training with uh, with Canelo as well. Like it's yeah, just it's a pretty it. impressive camp. Uh, Reynoso's oh. got now Ryan Garcia, Oscar Valdez. Yeah, obviously Canelo. Such good company. Who mm. else? Is there anyone else? Oh, those names alone, mate. Yeah, awesome, awesome team, and good luck to. I wouldn't mind seeing the sparring between Ryan Garcia and Oscar Valdez. That'd be pretty entertaining. Now yeah. we'll um, we'll have a look ahead to um, Jeff Horn against Anthony Mundine uh, a little bit later on, but we should talk um, <laughs> about uh, we had Jason Maloney on, didn't we? Yeah, we, Jason we Maloney he, was our first ever guest. He was our first ever guest on uh, Hurt Business Radio, and then he's gone over and produced something that's miraculous. Pretty well, we broke the W 
WBSS on this show. Didn't we? we did. I don't think we were did meant we? to, but we, we did. Yeah. We did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think many people watch, so I think we're okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Only anything about you want to say? Seventeen thousand, I believe. Twenty-five thousand. Twenty-five thousand. Um, yeah. yeah, but anyway, he was on, and then he went over and did something just unbelievable against uh, Emmanuel Rodriguez. Um, what a fight it was! Uh, if you missed it, go back and find it because it mm. was one of those fights of an Australian overseas just giving their all and and flying the flag so proudly. It was uh, reminded you sort of of Jeff Harding against Dennis Andres. It was that level, and he nearly got away with it. One fifteen, one thirteen for all three judges, but two of no, them gave no. it. Split. Yeah, Split, yeah. Split, you I'll, said for all three. Yeah. They all gave it 115, 113, but one of them gave it to Jason, the other oh, two to so, Emmanuel Rodriguez. So, so if I finish that sentence, yes. then it all makes sense. But um, what a performance. Will, did you Yeah, watch I, I watched it um, from a pub in Byron Bay, and yeah, it was an awesome performance by Jace. Just got off to a little bit of a slow start. Yeah, you could tell he wasn't quite you know, 100% comfortable in himself mm. those first three or four <laughs> rounds but once he found his rhythm and got into the fight he yeah. was you know he won you know like at least he was coming at home. least five, home five or six of the last yeah I, you can make rounds. a case for the 115-113 yeah. his oh, way a draw otherwise the 115-113 the other way is okay I think the scores weren't too bad like yeah. but gee I, I, I would have given slow, it to him that slow start just yeah. lost yeah. him a little bit what, um, what I really liked about it is in the lead up to it it was Manny Rodriguez versus the other guy it yeah. was just Manny Rodriguez Manny Rodriguez and then the way that it was scored I think was, was spot on it could have gone either way mm. Um, and as far as as far as Jason starting slow, a few people have said he started slow. I don't with with a fighter like Rodriguez, yeah. the sting had to come out of Rodriguez before Jason could implement mm. his game because Rodriguez is a lot faster than Jason. Yeah. A brewing counter punch. The counter right he, hand he, early he was have, impeccable. If he, yeah. If he had have opened up early, he might get caught by something. Mm. I think it was a great ga- game plan by uh, by Jason, Angelo, and team, and. Look, it was just such a razor thin, razor thin decision yeah. against the current IBF world champion. And Rodriguez, he's got a Nui next, but Rodriguez is he's the real deal. Yeah. That was a hell of a fight and a hell of a performance. And I think if you had maybe landed something big early, that would have helped a lot. But you just can't go out there all guns blazing against someone yeah. like a Rodriguez. He was he was quicker to the punch. Yeah, you can't I, like his work rate was still there, and he was oh. you could tell he was sticking to a game plan, but he yeah. just he just seemed a little bit like uncomfortable almost, like he wasn't completely like balanced and set to land his shots. Yeah, land that big power punch you spoke about. Yeah, um, but you know. He, he eventually did get himself into the fight and made a, a hell of a fight of it. Yeah, he really did. So, uh, yeah, he, he won't... He's going to be a better fighter for Yeah, he, like you lost, never want to lose, but you're, yeah, you're right. He, he probably needed a fight like that to go to yeah, the next level. Le- and that, in losing a fight for a legitimate world title like that and mm-hmm. avoiding a fight with Naoya Anui, it's probably not a bad <laughs> thing because you don't want to fight that guy. Like, he's, yeah. like Jason's outstanding and world-class, but Anui is freakish. Yeah, he... Um, I don't, I don't, do you give Rodriguez any chance against Anui? Uh, yeah, he's definitely going to be up against it. Mm. He's, a, he's a bad man. He's Anui. I can't believe how small the guy is, too. And it's how he's just putting people on ice. It's like, man, <laughs> do you realise how little you are? Yeah. Just cut that out. I like, know. it doesn't look right. No, it no, you wouldn't. He's the not the sort of, of guy you would back away from. You. Yeah. What are you doing? But mm. uh, he is an animal. So, yeah, I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with avoiding that fight. And, mm. It's going to be good to see what Jace does, uh, what Jace's team does with him next. He's got a 
uh, what's it called, like a sub? He, yeah, he or? he could find his way in if there's an injury okay. or, or, yeah. or he's an alternate. But um, yeah, I just well, I just messaged Tony Tolch to see what he's doing with Jason and Andy, and he's written back. We're working on a few things, so that's uh, that's that's Very huge cryptic. news. Thank yep. you, Tony. Uh, that's that's really helpful. <laughs> so that's a world exclusive um, that they're working big. on things. I. <laughs> Look, they didn't even say big. I, just, uh, they, they are big. Oh, they are big. I, as oh. you know, I'm very close to the boys. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, we hear that there might be something doing with, with, with Andy. Something, yeah, so. something big for Andy next. So it's his turn next and um, could be on our shores. Yeah. Who knows? Well. That's, all, that's all I can really say there. But I reckon, mark my words, Jason Maloney will become champion of the world at, some, at, one, at one point. Like, it's not going to be too far away. He's the real deal. Andrew Maloney's brother, they are the real deal. They, they're both so, going to be world champions. So with that, um, the World Boxing Super Series still running, what titles are tied up in, in that series? Well, you've got uh, Inui has got the WBA um, standard world, regular world title. Yep. You've got um, Nanito Donaire just, just beat Burnett mm. and yeah. just, he took the WBA Super title. Yeah. And then you've got Rodriguez with the IBF title. And then you've got Tete with the WBO title. Mm-hmm. So, so the WBC still up for grabs? WBC still up for grabs. Who's got, who's got that? Um, has that just been fought for? Is that one vacant? Uh, I'm not sure. I, I did look that, at this the I other day, that, but I'm, I'm not sure. I think that's still vacant. And I think Jason is rated number eight by the WBC mm. still now. So, yep. look, he, he's, right, he's, he's in the picture. He will become world champion. I know all these titles will be tied up, but I would imagine my money's on a Nui. Yeah. And then the little fella goes up another division and cleans that out. Yeah, yeah, he's a yeah. freak. Um, another really good performance on the same day from Mark Flanagan. He fought against uh, Arsene Goulamirian <laughs> um, and looked really good early on um, against a, a top-class uh, world-caliber world champion and um, didn't get through the fight, but um, he, he, did, he did pretty well, Mark Flanagan. He, he belongs in those sorts of fights. He does. Spirited. Mm. When Goulamirian, I believe it was the fifth, he landed that big overhand right yeah. and Flanagan just bit down on his mouthpiece <laughs> yeah, right and, and just went, went for it. Yeah. Um, and Goulamirian too, you've got to remember, he's gym mates with Murat Gassiev, the yeah, guy yeah. that Usyk beat for, yeah. for all, the, all the titles. So you can imagine the work that this guy's getting every day in the gym. That was probably the difference. Like, uh, you know, obviously he's, he's, he's very good, the other guy, but there was a difference in conditioning. He just couldn't go with him when he went to that next level later in that fight. Yeah, look... Which is, you know, there's no problem with that. Fl- <laughs> it's Flan- tough. Flanagan's world class. Yeah, look no at doubt. the way he handled himself with... Um, with uh, the WBA champion, um, Russian Dennis Lebedev. Um, he's definitely, he belongs in there. Yeah. So it be good to see what Flanagan does uh, after this. He's just had the little one as well. Yeah. So um, it was certainly a, a spirited, a spirited... Uh, oh, it was a great performance, no doubt. Um, well, Jaya Pattaya goes off to have his fight in Belgium. That's now in December. So maybe regardless of the outcome there, they do make this flanagan Opatia fight sometime next year. It was very yeah. close prior to this opportunity for Flanagan and another one that he had prior. Um, so, yeah, maybe that's the fight. Does, does Jai have a, a big fight teed up? Or? Yeah, he's got a big fight in... Um, in, in <laughs> IBF International? Yeah, it's in Belgium, I believe. Is yeah, it against yeah. a Belgian fighter. Who's, yeah. the, who's the promoter? <laughs> Um, some Belgian dude. <laughs> so, so, so like a, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's just yeah. Some I don't know. That many Belgian promoters. But do you? No. <laughs> well, Jai, Jai's, I don't know many Belgians. Full stop. Jai's, um, Jai's, he's really climbing the ranks now. And a, a fight with him and a fight with him and Flanagan um, will put the winner of that right back in the picture again. Yeah. Um, geez, impressive, Jai Pata. Yeah, he is. Um, 
in terms of other things uh, that we should talk about, I guess we do go on to Horn against Mundine now. So Jeff Horn, uh, Anthony Mundine, that's the 30th of November, Friday night, Suncorp Stadium. Uh, it'll be on main event television. Um, the undercard's just starting to take shape. Uh, there's still a few opponents and, and some announcements to be made, but I know Jeff's doing a media event today. Uh, Chock's got one next Wednesday. They're starting to ramp it up. It's probably been a little bit slow, but I think it'll start to step up now. Chock's yeah. got some stuff that he's going to be saying over the next week or so, and it'll go nuts, no doubt. You think it'll pack, pack it out like Pac-Man did? I don't think it'll be that sort of a crowd, but I reckon what it will do is do extremely well on pay-per-view because it's a night when there's not much on. Um, it's Fri- a, Friday night? It's a Friday night, which I think is good. Yeah. Um, they'll, get a, they'll get a good crowd, and tickets are only $29 or something. Okay. So um, they'll get a really good crowd, but I, I think it'll do really well pay-per-view-wise. Mm. Yeah, look, I oh, Chock's always done well pay per view. Were you meant to be sparring, Chock? Uh, I was, but um, I don't know what happened. He ended up sparring. He sparred quite a few prelim boys while he's down here. I believe yet. he's no running scared. Me. Running scared, Chock. <laughs> no, I think he had. Oh, you put me on the spot here. <laughs> I know. The reason he didn't spar with me is a good reason, and um, I think he stepped up his sparring. There. Yeah. He sparred with, I think he sparred with a couple of good, good up and coming movers. But um, Manuel Carlos. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. but he's starting. He's his, had a couple of little injuries through yeah. the through the preparation. Yeah, that's prep. known. Um, I, I, oh, he, that is known. Yeah, well, yeah. That's that's he, why. Yeah, yeah. So he, um, yeah, he, he's the other day though. I was I spoke to him and um, he's feeling a lot better. He's yeah. moving a lot better. I watched him spar and he, yeah, he looks he looks pretty good now. He's not hobbling about, which he sort of was for a little bit there. But yeah. um, he looks good. So yeah, I think it's a like a, it's a good fight. Like a, it, it's an intriguing fight. Um, there'll be so much uh, emotion and build up to it. Um, what do you think happens? When the bell rings, do you think Horn just tries to mug him? Well, yeah, I'm assuming uh, Jeff will try and fight that yeah, tough, aggressive style he yeah. normally does and put pressure on Mundine and try and you know, get him to cave. Um, but if Mundine can produce what Mundine is capable of, mm. which he yeah, has in the past, um, providing Father Time hasn't caught up to, yeah. caught up to him, um, yeah, it could be a very close fight. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. definitely... Yeah, he's probably a better boxer than Jeff, but um, Jeff is no doubt the younger, tougher, hungrier kid, mm. yeah, guy. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, and the la- like, if he loses, this is the last fight of Anthony Mundine's career. What a career it has been! But um, even it- what about if he wins? Will he oh, kick I think on? He'll keep going. Yeah, why well, well, would you yeah. stop? Yeah, I, I don't see him stopping. I, I think it would take him getting stopped in this fight to stop. I reckon otherwise he'll probably go on. Really? So even if... It, well, uh, you just get that impression from him. To him. Yeah, yeah, I suppose he just keeps on keeping on, Chuck. Yeah, yeah like if, if he if he puts in a good performance, he'll make a reason to fight again. How, how old is he now, 42? He'll be 43 for 43, this fight. Yeah. 43. The, the thing that makes it interesting for me is, yeah, I believe that Chuck... Like, he's a bigger man, of course, but I believe he does possess better boxing better boxing ability than what Jeff does. Jeff's tough. Yeah, he I comes Jeff in. knows that. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff does... Use angles as he moves forward, mm. and he has that mugging style. Can can he make it another performance like um, Joshua Clotty? He was a smaller man. He's a welterweight, and he he really night. give it to Mundane. Can Jeff produce that, or are we going to see Mundane be able? Because Mundane can Mundane's got angles. Mundane can fight coming backwards. Whereas when Jeff fought Manny, that mm. mauling style worked well. Because you see, when Manny fights, he he. He attacks in like wave after wave of attack, but he'll he'll dart out and he'll come in boom boom. Yeah. Jeff met him in the middle and and just mugged him. Whereas when with Crawford, 
that, that didn't happen yeah. because Crawford doesn't just fight forward off angles. Crawford will fight you coming back. Well, he loves fight you coming in. Yeah. Um, Chock, Chock can emulate that, mm. but does he have enough fuel in the tank? So it, it, it's interesting. There's questions there. And yeah, that's yeah. why the fight, I think, is going to do well, baby, mm. and hopefully at the gate. Like assuming that Jeff Horn does win the fight and Anthony Mundine does retire, um, what, what do you what do you look back most fondly on uh, Jock's career, Will? Um, you would probably say that first win over Greeny was, was a big yeah. highlight <laughs> big in his career. Yeah, um, yeah, he's had an awesome career, a, a mm. many memorable moments along yeah. the way. The two world titles, yeah, two yeah, world yeah. titles, yeah, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, either one of those wins in the defences of that are highlights on their on their own. So yeah, and even in a couple of his losses, like the Svenotki fight, only his eleventh professional bout, going in against an unbeaten world champion and and winning the fight until he was stopped, and then that incredible performance against Mikel Kessler, who yeah, was, was a just a beast at the time, and, and he yeah, that was probably his best performance, even though he didn't win the fight. Yeah. He took it to him. Yeah, he amazing. Took it to him. That was great. That, that's probably that's probably my favourite fight of Chocks. Mm. That was huge. Mm. Yeah, and then the way he stopped Sam Solomon and in, in one of their fights, like yeah. yeah, some some really incredible performances. So early days was it? No, it wasn't Rico Chongni. It was another Islander fellow. Remember Rico Chongni was a good knockout. That was a good body shot knockout. Mm. Do no, you remember it was the the right hands, multiple hands. PABA title and remember there's a photo of him he's hovering about that high off the ground he's just stiff as a board and he just folded him boom and he bounces off the ground Mm. yes yes Mickey Caparelli off to um, the side of shot thank you Mickey thank you Mickey that is a memorable memorable knockout but so many great memories of Chuck what do you think Horn does after this? What's um, I don't know. I, I'm most interested to see what he does in terms of the weight. If he mm. um, stays up, uh, goes up one division, or, or if he comes back down. I guess it comes down to what opportunities they get. Um, there have been those who continue to be critical of him for taking this fight. I'm certainly not one of those. Mm. Um, if you're going to get paid probably four or five times, probably even more times as much to fight a domestic fight like this as opposed to going overseas again after what he's done in these last couple of fights, then I think take it. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing him stay up. Um, I think maybe but, it's so just about... The, what has the fight been matched at? Middleweight, yeah? It's 71. at 71 kilos. But the most interesting part about it all is that there is a rehydration clause. Um, so two hours before they walk out, they both have to weigh in under 75. Okay. Otherwise, there's huge financial penalties. Hmm. So it prevents Chock from blowing out and being a significantly bigger man. I don't think... Sorry, 71. 71, they have to so weigh. Four kilos. And then 75, two hours out. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think Chuck would probably dehydrate more than four kilos to make that weight. I think, I believe he's walking around, he walks around under 80 kilos. Yeah. yeah. Like, in camp. So, yeah, I shouldn't think that'll be an issue mm. at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... Yeah, that's uh, November the 30th. Uh, in terms of the undercard, um, I know that Kai McKenzie was meant to be fighting Bill L. Dib. That's now off. Um, Dibs uh, had to pull out for whatever reason. But uh, Kai McKenzie's still on that show. Uh, Liam Wilson, Cameron Hammond, uh, Joe Goodall. Uh, they're still trying to find an opponent for, for Joe Goodall. And also Jeff's brother, Ben Horn, is making his professional debut yeah, right. on that yeah. card as well. I didn't even I know his brother did fight. Well, I've met him a lot of times. I didn't know he fought either. I He's a lovely fella. He nearly had a blue with um, Freddie Roach um, uh, in the dressing room before the Pacquiao fight because Freddie was in there blowing up about (laughs) the raps they were using. I think Ben was the one who told him to go and get 
and um, Brady didn't like it one it's bit. A podcast, dude, you can say fucked. Can I? Yeah. Oh, okay. Fucked. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you for that. No worries, mate. Yeah. You're fucking well. <laughs> Anything yeah. else from you? You? No, keep going. Okay. Well, what? Where do we? What do you want me to talk about? Well, we're talking about Ben Horn ben telling yep. Freddie to get fucked. Um, um, who what else? What about a, a potential um, new opponent for Kai McKenzie? What about yeah. George Cambosis? They, they've been carrying on a bit. They have, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. Um, this is the last couple of days. A lot of uh, chat. Is it? Was it on Instagram? Facebook, I think. Facebook and, and Instagram. Both, yeah. So you yeah. don't have Instagram, so you wouldn't know about. No, it I'm if, not. I'm not. If it was only I'm on not Instagram. No. Yeah, no. 2018 called, and um, <laughs> they said they'd like Way to join. Way too busy. No? Way too okay. busy tweeting. No I tweeted um, at you the other day. You didn't. You didn't get it yet. Your bio still says undefeated too. Does it on Twitter? Okay. No. Worries. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still the IBA champ on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, yes, um, George Cambosis and Kai McKenzie. That fight will not happen on the undercard. That fight probably won't happen. Uh, nah. Anytime soon, Boy, it doesn't seem to be one that they're moving towards. The, I know McKenzie's team are very keen to make it, but um, Cambosis. The boys are on total, not. totally different paths. Yeah. Um, it certainly is a juicy one. If Cambosis thinks he can get over McKenzie, McKenzie's sitting at number three in the world mm. now. Um, for mine, that is the best domestic fight in Australia to be made. I don't think there's either fighters on any like, you know, awesome, clear path with that big carrot dangling at the end of the tunnel that they couldn't step away from to make this fight happen yeah i think it'd be as you said a, a big domestic fight and big for whoever big for both of their profiles obviously the one that wins and you know they're both rated in the top 10 yeah yep. so yep. that should push either one of them to close to number one mm. well so it seems like a bloody good fight to match, yeah. make happen. It does seem like a great fight. Um, I know, obviously, George Kembosis is with Lou DiBella in the US. I don't know and that there's a... Is, is there... There's no date or fight? Um, Any, has anyone been in contact? I think it's I think it's around the time of my fight. Um, well, he has an, I'd he have has to a have date, a look in no, messages I've, I've been back and forth with George. George. Okay. Um, it's December. He's, they're working on something, but yeah. obviously it hasn't been released yet. Yeah. So I'm not sure... When, where, who he's got. What do you think about the fight if it were to happen between both Kai boys, and yeah. George? Yeah, I used to spar both of them quite a bit back when I used to live in Sydney, back when I was a champ. Yeah, this was, yeah, again, f- five years ago. Um, so I was undefeated back then. I used then. to beat the piss out of both of them. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, George, super sharp, fast. Um, but still, he was very young back then. He's matured a lot. And mm-hmm. His skills have gotten a lot better. He's got probably faster and sharper. Kai still hits like a mule. Um, super aggressive, puts a lot of pressure on you. Can be hit quite easily. Mm. He's there in front of you. And when he's throwing those big, wide, powerful hooks that he likes to throw, he's there to be hit. Mm. Um, so I reckon George could probably um, be a bit too sharp for him and Pick him, pick him off like with those you know, shots down the middle in between those big hooks. Um, yeah, mm. that's my my opinion. Um, his promoter, Kai McKenzie's promoter, Matt Rose, has done a good job of getting him in the mainstream media in Sydney um, of late. Yeah, there was a fascinating story oh, about that Lomachenko? Jamie Pandaram wrote about 
um, Kai's background, um, yeah. and it's a, it, it's harrowing if you haven't seen it. Look it up because uh, yeah, he's he's been through a bit, um, and he's you know you can see where the toughness comes from. Yeah. But also that one that you mentioned, uh, yeah, Lomachenko. That's uh, they're so talking what, about bringing him. Where was that? What, what was that about? I'd only seen like a little um, snippet. They're talking about uh, potentially bringing Lomachenko out for the launch of a new stadium. Yeah, a new stadium out at Parramatta to yeah. um, to have a, a big boxing event uh, with you know Lomachenko so against Kyle McKenzie. Some Cash from the government. Get some, um, get a bit incentive. of, yeah, destinations, New South Wales or whatever they're called, and yep. all that government money, and and put it on. I, I don't know if it's ha, realistic, ha, but yeah, it's, how, it's cool. Yeah. Like Lomachenko's it. not human. I'd like to see George Cambosis <laughs> yeah. and Kai McKenzie both fight Lomachenko, <laughs> and then we might have another Australian, <laughs> yeah, right, world champion. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, it's good that these sorts of things, are, uh, these conversations are even being had at the moment, and it's because of what yeah. they did with Jeff Horn most recently. Like people yeah. now go, oh, okay, we can do yeah. that sort of. Stuff. Stuff. Yes, they're Kai, making Oz boxing great again. Yes, they certainly are. No, Kai's story is, as you said, it's full on what uh, he's been through. Where can I it's read no up wonder. on that? I'll send you a link. It's no wonder the guy is so tough. Yeah. Um, I myself personally, I've always got a side with the, with the boxer as far mm. as if I was to pick. But man, I've just heard so many stories about the power of that guy, mm. and he, he's a likable character, Mackenzie. I like the way he carries himself. He uh, certainly doesn't take any shit. No. And um, he's exciting to watch. So he, it's a he fight does, I'd love. Like, as, as we mentioned, like, I have sparred a lot of rounds with him and he does hit hard, very, yeah. very hard. And um, um, he's into the Oz Boxing pound-for-pound list as well at number 10. So you would have been pleased to see that. <laughs> I'm, happy. I'm not a hater, Ben Day. Did, did he push you out? Or? He, no, he, no, he no, can't no. push him out because he wasn't in it. Wasn't oh, in it, shit. <laughs> so... All right, we can talk about your upcoming fight now, Jade. Um, what, what is it? Um, I'm fighting a Danish fella, Kim Poulsen. Um, experienced campaigner. Uh, but honestly, mate, this, this for me, is a, it's a stay-busy fight. Even though he's got a good record, um, I really I believe I, I get him out of there. Um, everything's going Call, great for me. Calling the knockout? Yeah, calling the knockout. How many knockouts have you had? Nine. 17 wins. This will be 10, eh? This will be 10 in 18 victories. Look, that's, that's, that's the mentality I'm going in there with. I'm not just going to swing from the fence with the chin in the air. But I, I, look, this guy's coming, this guy's come up in weight. And, um, originally we were trying to tee up a fight with an Armenian based in the Netherlands, Gevorg Kachikayan, um, who's only lost to James DeGale and, um, James DeGale and Gilberto Ramirez. So that yeah. was going to be a hell of a fight. That's the one we wanted. But um, that, that wouldn't come off, but the exact same matchmaker we're dealing with. Mm. Um, Kim Poulsen's people have been at us and at us and at us for the fight. They're coming over for the right money. Yep. He's experienced. Um, and he's getting knocked out, eh? He's getting knocked. And will that elevate out. you into the Oz Boxing Pound for Pound? I highly doubt that. If uh, <laughs> 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 I highly who's, doubt who's it. In control, who's on the board of those ra- that rating? I think Ben Damon's in control <laughs> well, of the whole thing. So please, everyone, everyone, direct your hate towards direct Ben Damon. Direct hate at Brock Ellis, uh, please. <laughs> uh, Mickey Caparelli as well. To do with it. The list goes Horn. Uh, Mickey Caparelli does have a vote, I think. Horn, <laughs> Jay Maloney, A Maloney, Hogan, Caparello, who didn't turn up, Cambosis, Opatire, Ackaway. Jackson, Mackenzie. So where do you reckon you are? Would you be like 16, 17? I've been told I'm 11, <laughs> but uh, anyway. Yeah, then. okay. Yeah. Um, and it's what just, happens after the, say, you do uh, knock look, out, old I, mate? I think I, think I get next? through, I think I get through Paulson. He, look, he's a good, he's a good 
nice boxer, so it'll look good while it lasts. But I'm and, he's, and, he's in my way. And then then, done? then I want the done fight. Okay. I, that's that's the fight I want. I think that's a great fight for both of us. As we all just touched on before, two world rated boys, as same as same as Mackenzie Cambosis. We're both yep. from Melbourne, um, and the whole debacle with the with them taking. With them stepping over me it's for the a, it full time. It seems like a no-brainer for both of you to want that fight. 100%. Like if you're both well, in line to try and get a world title shot and apparently, get that number one ranking. Apparently they did want the fight. Now they've gone a little cold on it. So I'll just keep making noise and hopefully we can get it done in March. Mm. And um, tickets available for your upcoming fight? Tickets are available through Tegan Mitchell, my wife. Just Get on to her over socials. Um, Hit her up. I believe What's her number? just about all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving my wife's number out. Um, I believe I believe all of our allocated seats are almost gone. So, sell out. Yeah, yeah, it probably will sell out because. Well, I won't be there. The, really? Well, I'm sorry because I'll be in Brisbane for the DDP um, Dennis Hogan uh, Jamie Weech the next night. Fair I'll enough. be doing the weigh-in. Fair enough. Yeah, but the I'll next be night, but not the no, night. but I'll be doing the weigh-in on ah, that day. On the night, yeah. Okay. So I'll be attending a weigh-in rather than coming oh, to your still fight. Still a dog, but it's not, um, yeah, it's pretty good. But um, yeah, so it it will sell out. The corporate nights that Brian Armatruder and Mick do there at the Pavilion, they they sell out like that. Yeah. So uh, they they're a good night. So I, I look forward to it. Finishing the year off with a bang, and then. Um, Looking to hunt down the big fights, 2019, we've got, I, I want done, but there's also, I touched on before, there's offers coming in, I actually got an offer to fight in Russia on the 23rd of December today. Too close to Christmas. Uh, yeah, probably. Well, no. Who um, looks after it's all almost those Rocky Balboa style. <laughs> who looks Russia. after all those offers for you, do they come to you directly or? Um, no, I've got um, I've got a man in, uh, oh, in the yeah, United yeah, States and I've also got... Uh, someone here as well, so yep. it's all sort of hush hush as everything big is. Team. I've yeah. got a, I've got, look, got a great team around you. Team J Mitch. Big things yeah. will happen next year for me. Or Donald chin me, and at least I can afford a pair of gum boots. <laughs> I'll go back to concrete. Are we going full time Matador next year, or are you going to hang on to J Mitch as well? I like all it's, the names. You know, it's a. I like him. I actually, it's a big decision, but Ray, I think it would be a, a Ray, positive one. Ray Wheatley, actually, uh, I got a decent little write-up in the Aussie Boxing uh, newspaper. What, what is, pro- is, that, is, that priceless still, Jade. is that still going? That priceless. Ma- priceless Jade. Is that what? still going? That newspaper. It is, right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's in it. What about, what about the Fist magazine? Nah, no, not anymore. No, no anymore. Good. Is that so, just digital now? Fist? So price, know. like, no, like priceless as though that's a nickname. That's a new, another nickname. Another nickname, priceless. And Ray's just. Just floated that. He's just floated oh, that's it. Good. Not bad. Howard, some... Howard Lee used to call me polished Jade. <laughs> Howard, Howard Lee used to call me Wicked Willie. <laughs> Wicked Willie. <laughs> the first headline I ever got was <laughs> Wicked Willie hits like thunder. Great. Because I stole uh, Jimmy Thunder's world record for the fastest knockout in boxing history. You can Jeez. YouTube it if you want. Three seconds. No, we believe it. Who against? I don't remember that. It was um, an amateur fight. Oh, okay, yeah. right. Uh, f- fast, fastest knockout, <laughs> amateur or boxing history. Right. Okay. Well, well, that's great. I feel like you just don't believe me. No, I do believe you. <laughs> well, Mickey, don't, don't believe don't you. Don't Mickey. YouTube, <laughs> mate. Um, yeah. There's a good show um, Saturday the 8th of December that Angeletta Carlo's putting on um, in Queensland with a bunch of Aussie titles on it that we were talking about before. One of the fights, um, or two of the fights actually, Tyson Best against Nathan <laughs> Webber. 
Um, but Gage Island against Jacob NG, the Flamingo. Um, this, are, that's a good fight. This fight, people need to take notice of this fight. Yeah. This is great. Brock, you've got to make a tile for this fight. I, um, <laughs> make a tile. <laughs> you know you've you made it. If you're <laughs> on a tile. Yeah. Yeah. You know you've made it. That it's, is a really good fight. I, I called the, the Flamingo's most recent fight and I also called Gage Island's fight when he beat Hayden Lemieux's upset Hayden Lemieux for the Australian title. And, um, yeah, that's a, that's a really See, good fight. They're the sort of fights that should be on Fox. No one, no one would really gave Gage a chance in the lead up to no. Hayden Lemieux's I I was t- I told you in the lead up how hard the guy works mm. and how much he just lives for the oh. sport. He's a bad dude. He just wanted he's, it. Yeah. he's relentless. Gage. So, Gage. Did you see it lightweight? Lightweight, yep. Mm. Australian lightweight for Gage's Australian lightweight title because Hathel Mimuse had such big raps on him. Like, you absolutely loved him. Like, you wouldn't <laughs> shut up about him. Queen- and that? then he's like, a Queenslander, isn't he? Um, no, no, he's, a, he's a New South Welshman. Hatem is. Is Gage. Not, um, he's from Mackay. He's from Mackay originally. Now he's with Brian yeah, Butler. He moved down to travel. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the Flamingo is based on the Gold Coast there at Matrix Gym. Trains under his dad, Stephen Ng. Yeah. Dances and out to the ring dressed as a flamingo. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Um, what have I been missing now? He. He. <laughs> I sent you a link. He. He's impressive. He's really tall for a lightweight range. He uses it well. Yeah. Um, and he's quite the boxer too. <laughs> He's, the yeah. fight I liked was the Victor Adindo victory yep. of his. Victor That's Adindo his was a circus performer from Africa. <laughs> come over here and um, Peter Maniatis really would is. always tell me yeah. that uh, he's never had a boxing fight before and he picked it up. This dude can fight. Like, yeah. that is such a lie. Adindo's telling fibs. He could fight. Yep. And I thought he was going to really give um, NG trouble. But NG... Did his had his way with him and ended up stopping him. So Gage has certainly got his work cut out for him, but um, you can't. I would never bet against Gage. He's such mm. a hard worker. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know where you go with that, but you do get the impression. Yeah, Gage looks too tough in a fight like that. But maybe, yeah. maybe our mate the Flamingo's classy. I, I don't know. It's a, it's a good test for both. It's fifty fifty. There's a good fight as well um, at Seagulls Rugby League Club Tweetheads. That's this Saturday night. Um, Regan to say against Steve Lovett, who's back in Australia now, training full time under Daniel Gill. Yeah. Um, and it's for a light heavyweight um, WBA Oceania. Um, belt. That's a that's a really good fight. I've heard some Absolutely. good things about Regan. Is, yeah. is Lincoln still training him? I, I assume so, but I, I don't. So. He is. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. He, he he's obviously um, very talented. He had that one um, stumble. He got he got stopped by the Kiwi fella. But outside of that, um, he's looked but really he's, good. He's only a baby, isn't he? Isn't he like nineteen or twenty or? Yeah, he's twenty. He's only young. Twenty-two. I'm not sure. He's very extremely young to yeah. be rated number fifteen in the world. And, and what? A, why do you think um, Steve moved back from? Um, I, well, ultimately, I think because he did have a deal with um, Al Heyman and when Al Heyman sort of went AWOL, a lot of those who were signed with him did have a bit yeah. of trouble securing fights. Yeah. So yeah. he's come yeah. back to get some fights, to get his numbers back mm-hmm. up, to get moving again. He's linked up with Daniel Gill. I watched him spar the other day against uh, Matteo Tapia, who's incredibly impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, Steve was moving pretty well. Um, I know the, the Desai camp, they, they think this is a, a fight that they win, but um, I think Steve Lovett will um, really have a good crack in this fight. I think it's an yeah. outstanding fight. Yeah, Steve, cause Steve was in America when I was in America. Yeah. And was getting ready to sign with Al Heyman, but yeah. then yeah, Al Heyman went AWOL and yeah. left a lot of his fighters in the Well, it, yeah, he stopped returning phone calls, yeah. essentially. Yeah. <laughs> Al Heyman, not a number of fighters. Yeah. So It'll been, be... It'll be interesting to see how the young fella, Desau, 
stands up to Lovett's power because mm. Lovett can punch. Mm. Like I, I, I fought him in the amateurs and with those amateur gloves on. Yeah, I had to pick myself up off the canvas three times in a four-round fight. It was ridiculous, <laughs> 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 mate. So you beat you? Yeah, he beat me by one point for the Australian light heavyweight title. I got no business at light heavyweight, but that guy's power is real. That's the hardest I've ever been hit. He makes he makes Kerry Foley look like a little child. He's a banger. Why do you have to have a crack at Kerry Foley? Give him a break. I don't know. Move yeah, on. Sorry, I'm sorry. Move on. <laughs> sorry, move on. Yeah, sorry. Um, also this weekend on Fox uh, on Sunday morning, and Mickey tells me that this will be up in time, so we're not talking about things that have already happened. Um, Usyk against Bellew. Um, this is fun. What a fight that is. Uh, you've, you have to think Usyk's too good and beats him up, but Tony Bellew's so tough and will fight anyone at any time. He upset David Hay in those two fights. Um, mm. It's a... A great fight, and, and not only that, it, if, if Bellew were to win, it's right up there with the greatest victories ever by a British fighter oh, to ab- unify the division after his story. Absolutely. It's their first ever unified title in the UK. Yeah. Man, doing huge things over there at the moment, but um, what an upset that would be because mm. Usyk is he's the man, and Bellew yeah. is just a fat boy. He's spent most of his <laughs> career at, um, at light heavyweight yeah. and then cruiser, then heavy. Guy's a freak. I was talking with Mickey before. Like, who would have thought when you saw Bellew getting battered by Adonis Stevenson all those years ago at light heavyweight that he would be doing what he's doing, doing now? It. <laughs> like, it's, it's an incredible story. Um, so that's on Fox um, this this Sunday morning. Uh, you can see it. And then Usyk's plan after that, he wants to fight either Dillian White or, or Derek Tashura, whoever wins that fight, and then fight against Anthony Joshua. That's his. That's what he Jeez. wants to do. That's why he signed with Matchroom. Mm. So. Well, the, the cruiserweight division will open right up yeah. again for guy, for our boys, Flanagan, Opatea. Mm. Um, yeah, so, mate, he's a freak. And so. there, there was also, I just mentioned Derek Chisora, there was a story that Mickey and I were talking about as well before that um, Chisora said in a press conference uh, ahead of his Dillian White fight that he knocked out Lucas Brown in sparring ahead of um, uh, Lucas Brown's fight against Dillian White. I've checked and that is not the case. Um, apparently he, he did rock him but he certainly didn't knock him out. So Derek Dussora, um as the Lucas Brown camp tell me, is talking shit. So um, that didn't happen. So that would have been concerning obviously a couple of days or a week out from his fight with Dillian White which obviously didn't go well but apparently the story is not true. Anything else we've missed? Um, no. Anything else you want to talk about? I believe we've just about covered everything. Covered everything. Will, you, anything else? No, I'm good, mate. It's on the horizon. Okay. Can you, no, no, just cruising. Just cruising. Just living the good life. Just walking up and down <laughs> out here in case we're coming back. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> just hanging out for the next the next podcast series. Yeah. Mickey, anything else from you, mate? Covered it all? No, oh, thank well, you. Well, once again, fellas, we are powered by Everlast. Yep. Thank you very much, Everlast. Uh, as you can see, we've got the uh, Everlast Power Locks along the front of the table there. We've got our new colours. Uh, yeah, thanks a lot, Everlast. Thanks for coming down, Ben. Thanks Pleasure for joining us, Will. No worries. Thanks for the last-minute call-up. Mm. No worries. Well, there was literally no one else around. Oh, and... Um, <laughs> Yeah, all the best to Blake. He's he was going to be our guest today. His partner is about to give birth, so um, yep. all the best with that, mate. Yeah, for sure. All right, no worries. Well, uh, yeah, thanks to Ozboxing Everlast, and um, uh, where are we here? No, uh, North, North Melbourne, Melbourne Boxing, Boxing and Fitness. Stephen Stenborg. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so much. Thanks, Will. Thank you, Thanks, Jay Mitch, or the Matador, as he will be exclusively in 2019. Thank you to Mickey Caparelli, and <laughs> see you soon. Cheers.